0: want you to enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, so praise God. Well, today is the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. It's a day that we celebrate as the church, the birth of the church. is a day that we celebrate a move of God, and it's a day that we celebrate something new. Now, I just want to start by going back and just kind of talk about what we talked about last week. Last week, as I was sharing, I talked about who you reppin', right? And so, for those of you who might not have been here, basically, the, the, when we talk about who we're representing, we're talking about who we are representing. What, when we talk about who we're representing, we're saying who are we all about? Who has authority? Who, who what do we identify with? Who do we belong to? Who do we devote ourselves to? And, and and we talked about how the youth use that term to repping When they talk about gangs and, and crews And this is who I'm repping I'm part of this crew I'm part of that gang Part of that crew They belong to it They are devoted to it This is who they are all about And this is what they give their lives to So when we talked about who we're repping We talked about that we were, repping, we were repping Christ Can I get an amen Christ is, who we, Christ is who we belong to. Christ is who we give our lives to. Christ is who we represent here on earth. We represent his authority. We represent the fact that he is powerful. The fact that he is mighty. The fact that he is strong. The fact that he saved and he healed and he delivered and he, that's alright, get some praise. He healed. He delivered. He set free. He redeemed. He transformed. This is the Christ and who we represent. Amen? And there's a But there's a part two, there's a part two. (laughs) Not only do we represent Christ, but as we celebrate Pentecost today, we represent the Holy Ghost. We represent the Holy Ghost, we represent who he is, his authority, his power, his work in our lives. We represent him as well so I want to just set a a quick foundation and actually this foundation was already set by Pastor a couple of months ago where he talked about the ministry of the Holy Spirit who remembers that Bible study a while back, the ministry of the Holy Spirit we talked about it so I'm going to just spend a few moments I'm going to do a little Bible study is that okay? just a little Bible study (laughs) like I said, only got 30 minutes so I got to make it work, right? (laughs) Alright, so I want to do a little Bible study as we talk about the Holy Spirit. Well, who is the Holy Spirit? And so first of all, we got to start off by talking about the Holy Spirit is, is a person. We're not talking about a force. We're not talking about a mystic force that just kind of guides and just kind of went, Ooh, that's not what we're talking about (laughs) we're talking about the third part of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, he is a person he has feelings, he has emotions, he is described, you see him from the beginning in Genesis 1 and 2 you see when God created the heavens and the earth was voice, and the spirit of the Lord hovered over the earth, you see the spirit of God in the beginning of creation you see him throughout scripture in the Old Testament, he works with Israel in many different ways, you see him in the life of Moses. You see him in the life of David. The fact that David was even able to be a king and conquer so many nations and do so much was because of the Holy Ghost. You see it in the life of Samson. He talks about his strength and Samson was really strong. He was really strong because of the Holy Spirit in his life. And you see it through How is it God delivered Israel through the power of the Holy Spirit? God moved Israel and guided Israel, directed Israel, built Israel. It was always through the power. God was active in the Old Testament in many different ways and in many different lives, right? So the Holy Spirit is real. He is a person and he does so much for the church. And so I want, I'm just going to go through. Get ready right now to write some a lot of scriptures down. So if you have notes, because I can't read the scriptures right now, because that's going to take two, That's going to turn a half an hour to an hour and a half. So I can't do that, right? So I just I'm gonna trust you to do some homework tonight. <laughs> do some homework for the next couple of weeks and look at these. Can I get an Amen? That's all right. Encourage yourself, build yourself up in the Word and the Most Holy Faith. Sometimes we gotta be able to build ourselves up. I don't I shouldn't have to work so hard teaching you everything. You should be building yourself up in the most holy faith. Can I get an Amen? Amen. amen. I can't be on your I can't be with you on Monday, Sunday through Sunday through Sunday. You have to build yourself up. So you got some work to do. <laughs> Alright, so we talk about the Holy Spirit. What's so one of the summer things he does, he formed us the church. Ephesians 2:19 to 22 describes how he formed us. He he shaped the church. He called the church out and we, and called us out to become his. He's the one who inspires us to worship. Philippians 3 and three worship the fact that we are even able to worship the fact that we are even able to even be interested in God the fact that we even able to even want God the fact that we even want to serve all of that is the work of the Holy Ghost you're not here by accident you just didn't all of a sudden decide one day I just feel like being a Christian no it didn't just happen that way you didn't have a mood it was not because you ate a bad burrito it was not like that it happened because of the Holy Ghost he has been working with you from the beginning he has been in you from the beginning he has been calling you he has been drawing you he has been searching and looking and doing all that he can sending you up from the get go now you're not here by accident you here on purpose because the holy ghost has purpose for you to be here can I get an amen on that one amen on that one you know what I love, and it's, it's very interesting, um, one of the things I, I, I always like to share this, one of the things, uh, someone who was, who's actually Greek, and he, he studied, who's a Greek person who studied ancient Greek, and he said, you know, one of the things you talk about, when Jesus talked about he withdrew to, to meet with God, every time he withdrew, that word was also, was, I think he described it as like a reflective word, which means that it not only meant that Jesus withdrew, but that God was drawing to him the same time. So God is always drawing. As we draw closer to him, he is always drawing closer to us. God is always at work. Can I get an amen? The Holy Spirit is at work. So he inspires us to worship. He anoints his preachers. He anoints us to preach and to share the gospel, First Corinthians 2 and 4. He guides our decisions. He's the one who leads us and guides us. When we don't know what to go, when we don't know what to say, when we don't know what to... He guides our decisions, Acts 15 and 28. That he baptizes us with power, Acts 2. One through four, we'll cover that more later. And that he also convicts us of sin when we do wrong. Let me tell you, and I know this for a fact we need the Holy Ghost to convict us. Because if not, because there's some people, let's, let's be real, we all know it. And, we, and if we're honest, some of us have probably been there ourselves, have been in a place where we can, we have seen people do wrong and they just don't care. Come on. They just—it's—it's it's like they don't some some people do wrong and don't even realize they're doing wrong. They thought they were doing right. Think about it. Think about Saul. Before he became Saul, as far as he cons- was concerned, he was doing good. He was doing God's work by killing the Christians. It's kind of crazy, right? But that's as far as he was new in his mind. That is what he was purposed to do. That he was doing. He was doing it for. I'm doing this for you, God. I'm doing it for you it wasn't until the revelation from Jesus Christ came that, th- that his mind was changed sometimes we just don't know we're doing wrong unless the Holy Ghost is involved so the Holy Ghost needs to convict us of sin we have blind spots we have places we just don't see so we need the Holy Ghost to convict us and then he regenerates us can anybody say hallelujah thank God for his regeneration that means he changes us that means he renews us that means he transforms we are not what we used to be behold all things have become new we are transformed by the spirit he makes us new he makes us new as we knew our mind in his word and we knew our mind in studying him he changes us he changes he transforms. we're not what we used to be can i get an amen titus three and four and john three three through seven and then he sanctifies us, John 17:17 17, 17 and Thessalonians 2:13. He enables us to live for him, to live a separated life for him. That's what sanctified means. And then he baptizes us, and I to none of us he endows a he fills us with power from his spirit on high. We're not on our own, we have him in our lives. We have another power, we have another authority. That's what makes makes it it powerful when we talk about who we're weapon. It's because we have not only authority, we have power to back that thing up. We have how some you know some 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 young people are bold when they talk about they're from this gang and they're from that because they act like they can do whatever they can say whatever why because as far as they're concerned, they got my back. I got power because I got them. I got this person. I got that person. Oh, but who, who do we got? Who do you have? What do you reckon? Who do you have? You have the not the king of kings and the Lord. Is, and then you have the Holy Spirit, the one who created, the one who was there from the beginning, the one who formed us, who's baptized, who convicts, who regenerates, who sanctifies, who brings life into us. This is who we have. So we have power and authority like no other. So we got to remember, even on this day of Pentecost, we got to remember of the power that we have and that he dwells within. It's not only power that's just somewhere out there, it's right here. That's the power of it. And that's the difference that happens in Pentecost. That's the difference that occurs in Pentecost. Let me, let me just go right there because you, you, you see it. You see Christ in Acts chapter 2. Verses 1 through 4. It says this when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, right? Jesus Jesus Christ had came to them. He, he and he had he had lived among them. He had he had you know discipled them as the Messiah, had shown them the way, and then he had died, he was crucified, he was buried, but then three days later he rose again. Right, and he, So he's alive, so this Messiah, they finally realize this is really the Messiah, this is not a joke, this wasn't just a theory, this wasn't just somebody that was following, this is the Messiah and he has come. And he's, now he's there. he's been there 40 days and he's been teaching them about the kingdom. And, he's, and he says, first of all in verse chapter 1, verse, verse 8, he says, let me get it right, so make sure I have it, yep. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) He says in verse four, he says, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift of my father promise, which you have heard me speak about, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized in the Holy Ghost. And in verse 8 he says, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the othermost parts of the world. So he says, I'm getting ready to go. But as he even said in, in John, I, I'm going to leave you with a comforter. I'm going to leave you with power. I'm going to leave you with the ability to be a witness and then in Acts chapter 2, something changes. See, that's what I love about Pentecost. Pentecost is, you know, as I said earlier, earlier on, Pentecost talks about first fruits, and it talks about the weeks of the harvest, so it's celebrating what God has done, celebrating his, the fruitfulness, celebrating the fact that he provides, and, and the fact that he delivers, celebrating what he had did, what he had did back, back in Scripture, back in the Old Testament, and delivering them. But it was in this same day that he said, they were all together in, John, in Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And the of Pentecost had came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. I want you to, I want to understand the significance here. I talked about God, what he did in the Old Testament, how he moved, he moved in dif- different people, he moved in different ways, and it, was, and it was amazing to see what God did with Samson, it was amazing to see what God did with David and so, many, and so many other people. And here it is, the believers had come together and Christ said, I'm leaving, I'm the Messiah, I'm the one who was able to do miracles and healings and do all this and do all that for you, but I'm, getting, I'm leaving but when you when but i want you to wait because you're going to receive power and it's this power that's going to help you to be a witness. And to witness. To help you to be a testifier. Help you to be able to stand. Help you to be able to do above and beyond. To put your super into your natural. As pastor would say. And make it supernatural. This is what I'm getting ready to do in your lives. Can I get an amen on that one? So when the day of happened, to come, they were all together once again. Ten days waiting. They were all together in one place. And then here it is. What does God do? Like a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house. Again, the spirit of God shows himself as a wind, as the breath, as the breath of God, the wind of God. Is He comes, he shows himself, makes himself clear. This is the spirit God has comes in. And then they say they see filled the whole house and they saw what seemed to be tongues, that fire, that fire. Again, there's a lot of scholars looking and they say, man, everyone since the Old Testament. That, romantically, they think of Moses and the burning bush and the fire that came. So here it is, the promise of God, of the fire of God, the power of God begins to fall down and he rests upon them. Now notice this, it rested upon the apostles, right? Because the apostles were there, but the apostles weren't the other ones that were there. It rested on all the believers that were there. Mary's, mo- Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there. The other women were there. It rested on women. That don't happen too often. You don't hear about that, right? In the Old Testament, but it rested on women. It rested on the believers. It rested on all of them. This becomes different. Whereas in the Old Testament time, it would be on special. You would see it resting on special people. Now the Spirit of God is resting upon them all all who believe, all who believe. Well, Phoebe sits there and it talks about when we come in, we can come into the throne boldly why is that important because beforehand in the Old Testament you couldn't come to the throne boldly you couldn't come and offer the sacrifice you always had to have a priest to do it you always had to have the Levites were the only ones who could take the lamb sacrifice the lamb and the Levites and the holy and the the, the most the, the, the high priest was the only one who can go once a year and offer the sacrifice into the Holy of Holies and even only then once a year but now Christ comes in and he makes it accessible for anybody to come in so now anybody can come in and they can come to God and they can say God I need you God I want you no matter who you are no matter where you come from no matter what your background no matter what you've done as long as you say Lord I need you Lord I need your deliverance Lord I am a sinner I can come in no matter where you've been no matter what you've done you can come in now he doesn't say not only can you just come in but now you now that you've come in now I can feel you now I can feel you. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what background you are. I can feel you. I can use you. My spirit, my deposit, my power, my presence, it's in you. We become the temple. 1 Corinthians 6 talks about that. We are the temple of God where Christ or his spirit dwells in. So now it's different, now it's not the same anymore. You have all these believers and they begin speaking in tongues. And it's not just any old kind, they're speaking in languages that they just don't know. But everybody else around them knows. They, so, be, so you go read on further in Acts and it talks about how people started hearing their own language. Arabians started hearing, Croatians started hearing, people from media started hearing their own language. And so on and so on. People from that culture who were Jewish began, we but, but who were living in other places began to hear hearing their own language and they're like what is this? How do they know these are Galileans? And Galileans at that time were just uneducated people. They were just known as uneducated people. So so for them to be speaking their language, they're like that don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. So so they're, they're astonished and some people are saying but again, what is God doing here? He's making them a witness to the entire world world the entire world to let him know in different countries is already doing the work right there and in that minute and in that presence god is already establishing the work and here comes peter the one who was scared the one who denied christ becomes the one who preaches the gospel transformation right there so you have in Acts chapter 2 not only you have just a speaking in tongues you have them witnessing to the world He's witnessing to the world you have them already the gospel already going forth you have already changed and transformed he goes and he sh- he shares the gospel, he, yes, he lets them know that, that who they crucified was Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the one that they've been waiting for for so long. And, and the power of God comes in such a way that they, the scripture describes that they were cut to the heart. And let me tell you, it ain't nothing like when the Holy Ghost comes in and does the work. I, I, now, I, I need to say this about, about me. When, 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 I, when I, how do I put this? I, let me just say it like this. I was scared about being a pastor. I was very much scared about being a pastor. I don't, I don't, and, and you know, pastor, pastor told me today, I need you to sit on my seat. And I looked at him and I said, pastor please, I have enough pressure at this to, to teach. Please don't have me sit on your seat. <laughs> so just know, just know that, because I sat there because he told me. That was the only reason why. Had <laughs> nothing to do with anything else. Because I, cause to me, I know what it means to be a pastor. I, I've seen it. I've seen other pastors. I have family members who are pastors. It's, it's not an easy thing. It's, it's a serious call. But I'm also, if anybody knows me and my wife would tell you this, I am an introvert. I am. I really am an introvert. I'm an extrovert when I have to be. If I have to be an extrovert, I have to speak. If I have to, if I have to, fine, I'll do it. I'll be an extrovert. When I'm at my job, if I have to be an extrovert, I have to lead, I have to direct, fine, I'll do it. I'd rather not. <laughs> I really rather not I really rather not so the idea of being a pastor was like that's nice but mm. let me sing I can sing I like background let me sing in the background Teach me, give me my note Jonathan and that's my note and I'll stick to my note and that's all I can do thank you very much I'm happy <laughs> give me the key of G and I'm good you know <laughs> whatever, the, <laughs> whatever the case is I'm good with that let me be in the background but let me not be in the front let me not be in the front. And here it is, God is calling me to the front. And I'm like, God, and let me tell you, because let me just share this. Coming into the, when, when Pastor started to build this church, and, and you know, I, I was coming and I was supporting him. I said, I'll support him because, you know, he my friend. i knew known him for so many years. So I'm supporting support him. Of course you're going to support your friend, right? Yeah, I'll support him. But, uh, but I heard God started to say, no, I want you to leave. And go, and I'm like, um, <laughs> again, because I, because if you ha- y'all haven't figured out already, okay, he's not here, so we can do this, right? <laughs> he's not here, we can do this. Y'all know already. Pastor will push you. <laughs> if you, ha- oh yeah, I got a yes. All right, I got yeah. He's got another one in the back. I got a witness. I got a witness. It's, we can maybe record it, so I'm gonna get in trouble anyway. But. <laughs> But it's okay, he will push you, that's what he's called to do. He will push you to his destiny, and that's what he does. So, so I knew, I was like, uh-uh. I just knew. I just knew. I didn't know I was going to be literally ordained as a pastor, but I just knew something was going to happen. <laughs> I just knew something was, I said, God, 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 but the Holy Ghost. Amen. But the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is at work. And let me tell you, we need to, we need him, we need him that 's what the day of Pentecost is about, the fact that we need him, reminding us we need him, reminding us of what he has done and when and, I, and I, you know like I said, I, I tried to stay in the back, I tried to stay in the choir, really I did, and I, I mean still today i 'm still on the worship team because I just can 't help myself but, <laughs> right, but I was trying to so hard to stay in the back and stay in the choir but the holy ghost you know what he did he made me uncomfortable he made me uncomfortable to the point, now, I, if those of you who have been to Bethel um, will know, And I'll, now that I remember, just as an, an announcement, um, the service next week uh, for Bethel has been postponed for a later date, so I just remember that. <laughs> as I was talking about that, so please, if you were planning on coming, we're gonna reschedule that. But, if those of you who have been to Bethel, it's a great church, great church. I have no complaints, I really don't. I have no complaints over Bethel Gospel Assembly, great church. But I was, I was getting miserable there. I was miserable. And for a while, I thought it was dumb. For first, I thought it was dumb. I was like, there's something wrong with them. There's gotta be something wrong with them. What is this bishop doing? <laughs> I don't know, Bishop Brown. I don't know what you're doing. There's something going on with you. I don't know. I didn't tell him that. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. There's something wrong with this person. there gotta be something wrong with that person. And after a while, the Holy Ghost is at work. The Holy Ghost is at work after a while. the Holy Ghost after a while, you can try to shut him out. you can try to if you want, you can try to shut him out, but if you 're going to but you can 't say you love God and shut him out for so long and after a while, I just started to listen and he said no it's not it 's not bishop it 's not this person it 's not that person it 's you it 's you and I remember being there I was in service i'll never forget I was in service. I was on the choir and the choir was just sitting in a row together and had, for those of y'all remember, Stephen Peters, he was right there and he was next to me. And I was sitting there and the, and the worship is going on and I'm hearing, no, it's not this, it's not, it's you. It's you, I'm calling you. I need want you to go. And I'm sitting there and, and Stephen just kind of looking at me and he says, you all right? <laughs> and I finally looked at him I said, brother, no I'm not. <laughs> I said i can't be here no more. The Holy Ghost has told me to go, and I can't be here no more and that and I said April will be my last concert, and that April in two thousand and five, I did that concert, and that was it. <laughs> I told the director I need to go, and it was time to go but As a result, my life has never been the same again. Because I'm here. I'm talking to you. I'm still talking to you. I'm still alive. (laughs) I'm still happy. (laughs) I'm not breaking down. But it's because of the Holy Ghost. Because there is power. He gives you the power. He gives you what you need. Whatever he's called you to do. Whatever it is that he's putting your heart to do. Whatever it is that God is leading you into. He gives you everything that you need. Because it's God. That same God that was hovering over the waters is living and dwelling in you. And He has baptized you. He has filled you. He has empowered you. And he's still there. He's still. We um, last summer we did a book on forgotten God, and that book tar- tore me up. I don't know about you, Duane, but it tore me up because it was talking about for- we forget about the Holy Ghost and about His leading and His guiding and His directing and what He wants to do in our lives. There is so much. There is so much. I love you. Read on, and you continue to read, and you talk. You read on, and, and in the end of. of um, Acts chapter two, it said that they were devoted to the teaching, and and to preaching, and to the breaking of bread, and to fellowship, and to prayer, and as a result, they began to have glad and sincere hearts, and they gave of their possessions, they gave to each other, and as a result, that God added to the church daily as such, as a result, 3,000 people and so much more started. Can you imagine what what would happen? 3,000, they went from 120 in one day to 3,000 you know what kind of percent now I'm getting the accountants to kind of calculate right now you know what kind of percentage that is that's that's more that's like <laughs> that's that's literally you're almost 30 times your growth so let's say we have 30 people in this church all right? Uh, that's a fair estimate 30 members that's going from 30 to about 900 in one day can you imagine that Think about that. <laughs> it's almost like, oh my, oh my, indeed. We don't even. We wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> we wouldn't know what to do. But that's the power of the. That same power to not just go there and be there with them. That same power is right here. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. That same power is in you. The only thing we need to do is remember it. We need to access it. We need to say, Holy Spirit, come on in. Acts chapter 2 verses 37 to 39 let me see if I can find it in the midst of all my papers <laughs> if not I might have to add them 37 to 39 this is why I need a stapler <laughs> I got it hallelujah <laughs> It says that when the people... Okay, thank you. I'll use this instead. It says, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. This is after Peter had preached, right? He says, they were cut to the heart, and they said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? What shall we do? Peter replied, repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Verse 39. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. I'm getting ready to close, but this is one I want to share. I remember, let me share one more story. I remember when I, when they started talking to me about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you know, and they started teaching me about it, and, and you know and it and you know, and it was described to me it was was, it was a gift this is a gift the holy Spirit the holy Spirit when he baptized you is a gift that you should receive all that God has for you right and so I learned that, and I began to just kind of going through the process of just you know seeking god and and here and there and in church and in service, I would pray at times and, and something would happen or nothing would happen, and so on and so forth. So you know, finally, uh, and God does this a lot with me, sometimes he has to help help me to surrender by helping me to give up. So after, I got to a point where I just gave up on it. I just said, you know what, <laughs> I'm gonna go worry about it. If it happens, it happens, if it don't, it don't. I'm gonna sit there and worry about it. And so I, I was I'm about 17 years old. Yeah, I was 17 years old, and I was in, in the living room because my bed was actually in the living room at this time, <laughs> and um, so I'm in in the bed and, and I'm just getting ready to pray. I'm getting ready to pray and the Holy Spirit saying, Do you do you want me to fill you? And I hear, and I'm i like, Lord, whatever you want to do, I'm not. Like I said, I'm giving up. I'm not. Whatever you want to do, I'm, so I'm just praying, praying, and I'm and I'm just pray- and I'm just praising God and I'm praising God. And next, thing you know, I'm like, oh, blah, 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 and I'm like, I <laughs> am like, oh, whoa, 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 what? What is? Like, oh, my, oh and, and I'm. And next, you know, I'm speaking in tongues, and I'm like, oh my God, what just happened? Wait a minute, hold it, hold it. What just happened? and I, I got scared. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing because. It was, it was the Holy Spirit just moved but I was scared. I was like, what is this? I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm supposed to be at church. I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> it's not supposed to happen. What is going on? I said I said, Lord, what's going on? So I decided to be slick and I don't recommend this. Well there's no teenagers here, so I don't have to worry too much. I don't have to recommend this. Don't do this as if you're a teenager. You know, I scame I to tell my mom I'm not just not feeling well today. <laughs> Can I stay home, please? <laughs> and she let me, which because she, she knows I don't normally did do, and didn't normally do that. So, so it's okay. So so she wasn't too bad about that. So I, so I sat there and I and I said, I gotta I gotta look. God, I was like, God, you gotta explain this to me in your word. You gotta explain this to me in your word. And he led me right there. Right, he said, Acts chapter two. And I started reading and I got right there. And he said, Repent. And I said, he told me, did you repent? I said, yeah, Lord, did you baptize? Yes, Lord, I, I, I repented, I, I gave my life over to you. He said, and that's it, and now you received. And the power is there, the Holy Spirit is there. And that's all it takes. That's all it takes. And you have power from on high. That same power that heals. That same power, that sanctify, that same power to raise people from the dead, to deliver, just—it's it, in you. It's right here. You have access to it. All you need to do is repent. All you need to do is turn to Him. All you need to do is cry out to Him. Some of us, we—some of us—we've been filled in the past, but we stepped away. We haven't allowed God to move in. We haven't allowed God. We haven't experienced God in a while. Why? Because we haven't repented. And we need to turn back. We need to turn back to Him. So if you just turn back. To him, but the promise is still there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go just because you go. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's why he's that's why when he talks about Israel, he says I'm married to the backslider, Because mm-hmm. Israel's the backslider. Mm-hmm. Can we get an amen on that? One? I love Israel as a nation, but they're the backsliding nation. Because they turned, they they the ones who killed the Messiah. They're the ones who went against him. But he says, I'm married. I don't let them go even for that. Even for that, he don't let them go so how much more for Israel will he do for us his people will he do for us his call out if he called out you that means the scripture talks about that we are sealed by the Holy Ghost You want to talk about what the Holy Ghost he seals you he says you're mine and I don't let you go wherever you go I see you the seal right there you're mine you're mine wherever you're doing whatever you, I'm, you're mine you mine. your mine. mine you know I love this sometimes and I don't know some of y'all experience have you ever tried to, Have some of you ever tried to sin and the sinners look at you and say, what are you doing? <laughs> because they see the seal. They see the what's going on. <laughs> they see the seal on your life. That's why you just stop it right now. You need to turn him in your head. Because <laughs> they're looking at you like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. But that's the power of the Holy Ghost. He's in you. He's empowering you. He's calling. So when we celebrate this Pentecost, what we are celebrating is the Holy Ghost. We're up in him now. He's there in our lives, and he's working, and he's doing his work. And what I want to invite you today is I want to invite you to experience Him. If you are not a believer, then I encourage you to become a believer. There is a power. There is a life. There is a freedom. We sang earlier about freedom. There is a freedom that you can experience like no other. There is liberty like no other. There is life like no other. I mean, Peter, this goes on in Acts chapter 2, right before he said, repent and be baptized. He said, after, actually, after he said, repent and be baptized, he began to continue on to say, I plead with you. He began to plead with them. Come to Christ. Come to Christ. Come to Christ. If you don't know him, today is the day to know him. Because there is life and there is liberty. There is transformation. Not just to, like I said, I was changed. I can speak now. But even more so, I was changed from a life of sin. I was changed from a life of death, confusion, fear. So much that God delivered me from. Through the Holy Ghost. And he is here for you. So if you do not know him, come. Come. He's here for you. For all of us who are believers, the Holy Ghost is still here, and he wants to do so much in this world. After, this was just one moment. I encourage you as a homework for the next few weeks, for next week or two, just read the book of Acts. Because it's not only just the Acts of the Apostles, it's the Acts of the Holy Ghost what God has done in in and through them because he can do the same thing in and through them. Matter of fact, Peter, uh, aside from Peter and Paul, there are some, you don't hear about any of the other apostles. But what you do hear about is you hear about a Philip, and you hear about a Stephen, you hear about a Lydia, and you hear about so many other people besides those main leaders that you think about. God can use you. So if you need to experience him again, I'm standing with you. If you need to experience him again, if you need to recommit yourself to him again, if you need to say, Lord, fill me up again, can you stand with me? that the transformation took place and we're gonna believe and declare that transformation that the whole same Holy Ghost that appeared then can still do what's work in us now he can still do above and beyond what we could even ask or think he can transform he can deliver he can set free do you agree with me so let's just commit ourselves to him father we, we we do like just like your word said we recommit ourselves to you oh God. your words Peter said repent repent and be baptized I meant to repent and get, and just give yourself over to him so we give ourselves over to you once again Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we commit our hearts, our lives to you. We repent, Lord God, of anything we may have said, anything we may have done, Lord God. Our attitudes, our habits, Lord God, Jesus, our our dispositions, Lord God, whatever it is that is not of you, Lord God. Relationships and, and, and issues and, Lord God, Jesus, things that we hold on to, Lord God. Whatever is hindering, even now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that you will show us. And we will repent even now. We turn away from those things, Lord God. We turn away from anger and and and, uh, Lord God Jesus, and lustfulness, Lord God Jesus, and anything and everything that is not of you, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we turn it away from the God. And we commit ourselves to you once again. And we say, Holy Spirit, fill us. Fill us. Fill us. As we empty ourselves of those things, Fill us with you, Lord God. Fill us, Holy Ghost, even now in the name of Jesus. Fill us with your power, Lord God. Fill us with your spirit, Lord God. Fill us with your presence, Lord God. Lord, we long for you. Lord, we desire you. Lord, we thank you even now for your encounter, Lord God. We thank you even now, Lord God, and we stand on your word, Lord God, that if we turn away, Lord God, you would fill us. Fill us with your presence. Fill us with your word. Fill us with your love. Fill us with your power, oh God. Your power that we can be witnesses to the world. That we can see world. The world can go. We can be transformed. We can be renewed, Lord God. We can do even greater works, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus. God, you desire to fill us. You desire to enter into our lives. And Lord God, and you desire to show yourself strong and mighty, Lord God. So we say, come in. Come in. We submit ourselves to your way. We submit ourselves to your will. We submit ourselves to your spirit we submit ourselves to you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you even now, Lord God. Oh, for your presence, for your power, for your spirit, Lord. Heavenly now Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Even now, Lord God, we are not the same. Even now, Lord God, you're healing. Even now, Lord God, you're doing the work in, Lord God. And you're going to do the work through, Lord God. And in our households, even now, Lord God. In our families, even now, Lord God, Jesus. In our jobs, even now, Lord God, Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are working. You are working. We are your temples. We are your temple, Lord God. And we ask you to heal us, Lord God. Because we're going to take you everywhere that we go. Everywhere that we go. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, you're doing the work. You fill us. You transform us. You renew us. You rejuvenate us. You are doing it again and again. So, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We worship you. And we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name. And amen, and amen.